my name is Dave. And my name's Craig. And this week we take a stroll in Shinobi World. Sorry, it's a Master System game. <laughs> um, welcome everyone to No More Sages, a show where we pick one game from each year and we decide whether or not it was worth doing. So, Craig, this is your week. Yes. What do you got in store? I have got Alex Kidd in Shinobi World. Pass. If you listen, oh. can, can we pass? No, it's too late. You've already played it. Oh. And we're already recording, so you can't pass now. The time to pass would have been before you agreed to play it. This is a very good point, one I will <laughs> consider in the future. So, Craig, you obviously have a reason why you'd pick this game. So uh -huh. why don't you get the stats out of the way, and then we can discuss. Okay, right. So, Alex Kidd in Shinobi World has a power of 1,230 watts. It's got three speed settings and an airflow rate of 300 meters cubed per hour. I would say that's probably worth the money. <laughs> Sorry, I, st I still had the air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Kidd in Shinobi World was developed and published by Sega, released on the Master System in June of 1990 in North America and August of 1990 in Europe. Which... I thought, to be honest, I thought it was a European thing that then would have went to North America. Turns out it's backwards from what I thought. Well, okay, so Craig, this is our is this our first Master System game? I think it might be. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, well then, let, let's get that out of the way, Craig. What is yeah. your history with the Master System, buddy? Oh, the, the Master System was my first console, my first love, my first like. Oh. I I love everything about the Master System. I love the rectangular controllers that were just so uncomfortable to hold. <laughs> I, I love the noises it made. The sound chip sounds a bit like Master System games sound good. Um, like uh, the, I've, I said this last week, or, or I might have said it when we weren't recording, I can't remember, but Master System box art is some of the best box art across the board and still is today. The Master System just has so much to offer and give um, that I think it's nuts if you don't love Master Systems. All right. Okay. Look, uh -huh. when I was a, a young child, Craig, the weird smelly kid who couldn't quite use the urinal yet was the kid with the Master System. Like, yeah. nobody wanted to be the Master System kid. You're hanging out with all your friends. And you're like, oh, I played Mario. It was great. Oh, I played Blaster Master. It was great. And the other guy's like, I played... Alex Kidd, and you're like, G go away, you peasant, go. N nobody wanted, like, like I, kids would have rather been the Turbo Graphics kid. Um, I dis, okay, I'm, I'm gonna walk into this being completely mm -hmm. honest about my biases. I hate the Master System. I hate everything it stands for. I hate <laughs> its politics. I hate its family. Um, I, the controller is mushy garbage. 
just as uncomfortable to hold as an NES controller is, to be fair. Um, I don't think there's almost any worthwhile games to play nowadays on the Master System. I have a massive chip on my shoulder when it comes to the Master System because it's one of those things where you look at... I would imagine it's the same for you when you look at NES. You're like, why do you like this? What was so special? I, I don't get it. Um, I think the games look uglier and the box art. If you're a psychopath that's probably on his way to becoming a serial killer, uh, yes, you like grids with like a foot on it. Uh-huh. And no, that's terrible box art. It's uh, terrible. I just think it's so different to, you know, all of that. I mean, it even came with the Mega Drive later on, but every fantasy action game had muscly white guy with blonde hair holding a salt up to the sky, and it just looked nothing like what this the game is true. Like. You know, I I just think if you say to a designer or someone, here's a game, play it, and then pick one asset from that 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 represents this game the most, and that's what we're going to put on the box. I think that's, it might not be the prettiest thing, you're not going to have a poster on the wall, but it actually means something cool It's the most me. honest. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just, I like the concept. So I suppose what I'm saying is, it's not the most beautiful box art in the world, it's it's the most meaningful or, or the, my take on it is, it's it's more of a challenge to pick one asset to make up the box, and then just to have a random white dude, or to have like a you know like a, an artist representation of whatever. That's fair enough. I mean, I mean, I understand your point. I I just can't get over how god awful ugly it is. <laughs> um, and and like here's the thing, and this is not going to be a man. David interviews man who swears he likes Master System. Um, but having played as many NES games as we have, even Monster Party, yeah, this game looks like French fried ass compared to oh. even the game that came out a year before. I don't know. It's got it's got it's got it's, it's got it's um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Point taken on that. It's not the bottomiest game in the world ever. No master systems really were particularly bad. I mean, yeah, you have some okay things like Zillion. Zillion is okay mm-hmm. looking, and even Zaxxon, what they did with Zaxxon, okay, that's fine. Boy, both Z games. Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but, I don't know. I don't know. I would I would never choose Congo Bongo over Donkey Kong. Okay. Ever. Um, so, when you were a youngster, and you had your Master mm-hmm. System, um, what were, just out of curiosity, what were some of the games that you're like, this is the good stuff? Like, I had Outrun and um, okay. Thingy Road Rash were both, like, pretty hyper-good games. Shinobi was phenomenal on the Master System. Like, Shinobi, just I just flippin' loved that game. I, I had <clears throat> California games. Oh, which, got, oh, who didn't back in the day, Craig? Who didn't? <laughs> who, who didn't love that game? Uh, and there's an odd, odd, odd game that I think is epic in its own right, Afterburner. It's almost... It's that, and that came out before this, and it is a pretty good flight... I'm not going to say simulator, but it's it's not Uh, the worst... It's not the worst thing in the world. It's better 
than pilot wings. Uh, better than Space Harrier for me, too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... so good. And I, I mean, I could keep on rhyming off. If I googled, you know... Oh, God. If I googled Master System games... It I would say why. Up. It doesn't say why. Jesus. Gangster Town! Oh my oh, god. No, I'm no, having... no, no. I am familiar with that one, buddy. Nope. That's a, that... You know what? We're going to have to do more Master System games then. Because yeah, that'll help me get over my bias. And that means you have way more history with it. You have yeah. about as much history with that as I do with the NES. So, okay. I don't, yeah, remind me. We should be doing more Master yeah. System games. It's, I think for me, up until this point, and even with this game in particular, because this was one that I didn't have. I have been picking games based on I've always wanted to play that. And that yeah. naturally means it's Nintendo games. You know, like for the majority of them are really obscure yeah. games. I've never just said, Dave, I think we should play Afterburner. Because well, I really liked that when I was a kid. <laughs> we have done that a few times. Yeah, but not not a great deal. Yeah, well, okay. Um, this is not me picking on Craig, dear listener. Uh, Craig made us play Micro Machines, but that was a game you they, loved in your youth. Uh huh. Maybe I'm and, a wee bit scared of ruining games <laughs> as well. Then nope. Remember, nostalgia is the enemy, my friend. We will look at things in the cold light of modern day. Um, but yes. Uh, so you know what, listener, if you have any good examples of stellar. Master System games that you think hold up to what the NES was doing at the time. I know that's that's a kind of high bar, but uh, write in with your suggestions. If if we get a couple good ones, we'll absolutely slot them in, even if it's out of order. I'd love to have somebody call me on my biases against the Master System. Uh, that will not work for the Atari Lynx, however. That thing is garbage. <laughs> so, Alex Kidd in Shinobi World. Craig. Mm-hmm. I am going to be the man who goes first because I have exactly 15 minutes worth of history on Alex Kidd <laughs> before today. Um, I saw it. I said, why is that kid's fist so big? Why does this control like ass? And then I stopped playing it. Mm-hmm. I only know of him as a historical, this was a mascot before Sonic kind of thing. That's my okay. only history with Alex Kidd. Fair enough. I hope you have some. Oh, are you asking? Am I, was that a segue on to me? Sorry, I'm a bit rusty. Uh, no, I I had very little um, interaction with Alex Kidd at all before we started recording until Luke had mentioned, you know, a remaster of Alex. Yeah, Alex Kidd DX, Kid, I think, just came yeah, out. Yeah, um, and there was, um, oh, there was something else he had mentioned. Anyway, like, yeah, there was... Very little, because I'd always thought it looked like a weird little monkey boy. He is just, a weird little monkey boy. And it was just a wee bit like, nah, whatever. Um, I've not really got too much. Um, I don't want to go back and play every Alex Kid, But the reason I wanted to play this was because it takes Alex Kid and it stuffs him inside Shinobi, which was a good Master System game. And it gives it most of the mechanics of that. So I, I just was curious about it. Really? That's fair, that's fair enough. I mean, all right. So you mentioned this is, and you are correct. Like that's even in my notes is like, oh, this is just Shinobi with a, mm-hmm. a, a jaunty little skin on it. So why don't you explain um, 
what the game actually is, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, so it's ba- it's basically Shinobi, but it's, it's actually like a themed level platformer where you navigate about like usual, you hit things. So you've got a sword to attack, much like last week's game with a bat. It's got very limited range. You can pick It does up. go above your head, though, which is nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and below your face. Oh, it can oh, below yeah. you. Yeah. That was so stupid to just mention that. Anyway, uh, you can pick up power-ups, <laughs> like wee spiky things that you throw. And generally speaking, you're looking for chests and you're making your way across the level. It's got some interesting mechanics. So at points, you'll see gold blocks, things that you have to destroy. And you can, which I love, climb a pole or crawl onto a, a, a horizontal pole swirl about the place and then blast your way through or across horizontally. It's one of those ones that it'll just persist until you hit a wall. I love mechanics like that. Like a really, a really, that's one yeah, of the Yeah, not in Shinobi, notably. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much Alex Kidd. The princess has been captured and some sort of Shinobi person comes down and says, you have the power to Alex Kidd, and then Alex Kidd goes full ninja. Um, he does go full ninja. All right. That's, I, I'm assuming by your tone that you love this. Okay. Uh, a little bit of history here. Uh-huh. Um, Dave played Rolling Thunder first. And oh. so Shinobi was a Rolling Thunder clone. Um... Shinobi never did much for me, personally. But I recognize that's that's just a Dave bias. That's fine. Shinobi is a fun game. Mm-hmm. Now, this, I don't know. Like, I, I'm curious how you feel about how it actually plays. Because, and I'm willing to chalk this up to, this might have been emulation. Everything is flickering, and everything moves kind of slow. Uh, it might be emulation. One of the things I've learned over the years is to apply like CRT filters and effects to every single emulated game I play because oh, I can't stand that. But it gets rid of so many flicker problems. Things like if you play a Sonic and you don't have a CRT effect processing over the top of it, all the waterfalls look weird. Yeah, and this you get is that, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That effect. I think I said when we played, um, what do you call it? Onesen, Two Town, Three Threeville, Earthbound, Earthbound. I put on some CRT effects, and honestly, the difference that made to that playthrough of that game, I just think it looks better all the time. So I, I didn't have any flicker. It could be that. It could be emulation. It could be frame rates and whatever other technical things. Yeah. I have no idea about. Um, but yeah. Well, how did, how did you find it in terms of like like how responsive it was and uh, oh, I, how it I, felt to play? I thought it was perfectly fine, like slightly, slightly floaty and slightly. Yeah, that un- jump is floaty. Yeah, just a wee bit floaty and not difficult to control. But there's a lot of jumping onto single block stacks, which is like, oh, I'm sliding off this. Oh, I've missed that. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I noticed that too. Um. So yeah, a wee bit of that to get used to, but generally speaking, it's got the kind of feel to it that I like, which is like a fully controlled jump and the ability to, you know, like 
turn left when you've jumped right. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. If you ever want to make Craig immediately hate a game, just use fixed jump arcs. Uh -huh. And that man, it could be the best game in the world. It could be the best adventure game in the world. And if there's a fixed jump arc, nope. Um, I didn't every because of you now. Every time I play a game, I actually test that if it involves jumping. <laughs> I'm like, all right, will Craig like it? Um, I, I will say while okay, so my notes are in order. Ew, mm. looks ugly as sin. <gasps> Sounds worse. Seems to be a shinobi clone. Okay. That bit's right. That bit's right. <laughs> and then it's not too bad in terms of gameplay. Simplistic, but okay. Uh -huh. Now, I'm going to amend that and say it's fine. Um, I don't... Like, do you think you would have a reason to pick this over Shinobi? No. No, not at all. Like, no, not between the two. I've got, as I say, no affiliation with Alex Kidd whatsoever. And while this was nice, it had me pining for a bit of Shinobi and a bit of like, you know, when you get a clone of a game, you constantly think, but this is a legit clone, but yeah. you're always in the back of your head, you're like, it's not quite just the original game, is it? It's... Yeah, it kind of whets your appetite for the thing that it's pulling exactly. from. Um, but I mean, I genuinely, like I thought it was the opposite of last week's game. I thought the moment-by-moment -moment platforming felt okay, and the bosses were stupid as hell. Like, that helicopter thing is just daft. I don't get uh, it. it, it uh, it's a thing. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what? I'll, I'll agree. If you take the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay, Alex Kidd feels better than mm -hmm. Monster Party. But the bosses, like, they all look like Mario in samurai armor <laughs> for some reason. Um... And I think it's okay. This hasn't mm -hmm. necessarily uh, taken the chip off my shoulder about the match system because looking at this, you gotta... Wow, this came out in 1990? I know. It's the the thing about this, I, I'm constantly thinking it when I was playing it, is this... I wish this had come out in like 1987. And oh then yeah! 87, 88? That would be fine! Yeah. yeah. That's always my thought. Well, not always my thought, sorry, that was my thought playing this. It just, it feels slightly older. Maybe, maybe... It's it it is. almost feels archaic. Like, remember, like, the Genesis was out mm -hmm. at this point. Compare this to anything that was appearing on the Genesis, even Columns, why not? Uh, it just feels archaic. Whereas last week, it didn't feel archaic. Yeah. But it felt off. This feels like, um, it's felt like an Atari 7800 game to me. Yeah, just to be about, yeah. I, I completely agree. I, I can't, like, in, in good faith, I can't say this is bad by any stretch of imagination. It did make me, it did make me go, you know, it's been a while since I played Shinobi 3. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think this, now there's something we just cannot have the perspective for, of what it would be like to get this in 1990. I mean, unless yeah. you... Were you still playing Master System games by 1990? Uh, no, like, I'm... I had the Genesis. A Genesis? What? Ooh. The Ooh. France was that, Craig? Uh, I had a Mega Drive, and as is typical, as soon as something new shiny, I am out with the old and with the new. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I got my Super Nintendo, it was like, well, goodbye to you folks. And mm-hmm. just they collect us until you're like, eh, I feel like playing Rampage yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. So if Craig had got this in 1990, he would have went, what the France? Yeah. Why you give me this old stuff? I got rid of my master system. <laughs> okay. Uh, so did you have the, um the, what's it called? The system deck converter or? The master CD. Oh no, the mega CD. Sorry. No, 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 no. Not the mega CD. The one that lets you play master system games through your Genesis. Oh, uh, no, no, I didn't. The thing that plugs in the top? Yeah, yeah. No, I did not. I was completely and utterly forward. The first extra thing that I ever had was that Mega CD, which blew my little mind. I, I remember being very excited while sitting at those loading screens, going, mm-hmm. this is going to be great. Um, Okay, all right. So for you, Master System now is not what NES is for, like, me. I don't it's, think so. I think it's just, it's it sits with a wee fuzzy warm feeling, but I'm okay. like, Wah. And uh, neither of us live in Brazil, we should state that, where uh, Master yes, System definitely. went on to have a long and illustrious career. I really, honestly, it always boggles me, but I, I get it, but it boggles me, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, okay, so, sorry if this is a little bit short, but this is a very simplistic game. There's really not a lot to talk about, and we would be burning ideas for uh conversations to have later like we could have just talked about the mega cd but why not wait till we have a mega cd game kind of thing yeah. um <gasps> what we should do a mega cd like echo the mega cd version of oh. echo craig you ever have that friend that you love with all your heart but he always has the worst ideas um why are you bringing that up just now um nothing i just figured i should echo your your uh, recommendation there. All oh, right, okay, that's fine. Yeah, the and do you know what Sega CD had some good. What is that? Oh, my dishwasher just finished. That's why it's beeping so much. Okay. And Mega CD had some pretty decent games, and it, like in terms of the way games looked. And oh no, no, we said we're not talking about no. the Mega. C- Jesus. Uh, Sega CD does have one of my favorite RPGs of all time on it. Oh. Yes. Um, it's something that I used to have in my collection and I don't anymore. And it's up there with like Steel Battalion of like, someday I'm going to buy you, but you're like $600. I can't justify that. So yeah, I I agree with you. Mega CD, I think way better than the 32X. And I know that's a hot take because 32X had like six games on it, but you know. (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah, we should do some Mega CD games at some point. Boy. This has been a journey of discovery on what we're doing wrong and we should branch out. Something that I think we should do as well, and I'm sorry if this is boring for you, listener, but we'll get back to the show. Um, we should try to put in some Game Boy Game Boy Advance oh, yeah. games yeah. at some point. Because that wasn't a huge part of my video games growing up, but I'm sure I'm on the outs on that one. Yeah, I, no um... links games, please. I'm fine with that. I never had a Lynx. I had a Game Gear. Oh, you uh, actually had a Game Gear? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, The Rich Kid had a Game Gear. Oh, okay. Um, Definitely. See, I still, I still boggle myself because I'm like, I had a Game Gear. Whereas about four years ago, I was convinced that I never had a console until a PS3. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, Craig has recovered a lot of repressed memories. Either that or he's really good at making things up on the fly. Totally. I haven't figured it out yet. Well, when I was in Italy last week, I was just walking about the shops and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, were you hanging out with the uncle that worked at Sony? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, my oh, other great. astronaut uncle um, was shooting off to the moon. and. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, my first handheld was Game Boy Color. I didn't have anything before that point, I don't think. Or if I did, it is a repressed memory. Anyway, all right, so the question of the show, if you like Alex Kidd in Shinobi World, you should play... If you like Alex Kidd in Shinobi World, then you should just play Shinobi, because it's (laughs) better. (laughs) Fair enough, and I will say... If you like Alex Kidd in Shinobi World, you should play Rolling Thunder because that turtleneck is boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, does this hold up in 2022? Uh, no, no, not quite. It's nice for a wee bit of nostalgia. I think I would have felt a bit better if I, if I had some physical hardware of a master system. But I don't, I don't think there's any real need to play this when you've got more modern Alex Kids, if that's your thing. Or you've got Shinobi. Like, yeah. just knowing just knowing this exists is probably all you need to know. Um, I disagree. I think this is one of the best games I've played this year. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, I agree 100% with you. I, I don't see... I will never go back and play this ever again. Uh, it's cool to finally, you know, see it in something other than an article about Alex Kidd. So it's nice to have experienced it. But yeah, I'm, I'm good. On, on this. So, next week we have a game that I hope I will not be saying that with, but it is a game that I have a, a lot of fond feelings for because it was one of, like, a few games that I had at one point, and that is Quackshot on the Genesis or Mega Drive, although I'm not sure it released in Europe. Did it, Craig? I am not entirely sure. Okay. Well, if you're into Donald Duck, Plungers, and Airplanes... You should play Quackshot. Until next time, thank you very much for listening. And this episode was brought to you by... Um... Um... Sugar Skull uh, scented candle holders for all your Mexican Day of the Dead scented needs. Uh, Go to CincoDeCandle.com for your Sugar Skull (laughs) candle needs. All right. Craig, how much are we making off of these ads? Absolutely nothing. Okay, all right. We should keep it up. All right. Uh, We're (laughs) barely making sense. (laughs) Oh, barely making sense Uh about scented candles. I like it, Craig. It shows you've got some gumption. All right. Uh, stupid stuff aside, thank you very much for listening, and if you have any recommendations that you'd like us to hit, you can go ahead and do that at nomoresages.com, and we will try to fit it in as quick as we can. Don't worry about getting in, you know, fitting it into the correct year or whatever, that's perfectly fine. Other than that, uh, thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you next time on Quackshot. Woohoo! Thought you were going to do DuckTales for a second there. <laughs> No, I didn't say choke on a hot dog. I said duck dance. <laughs>